Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to Seed and Soil Live. My name is uh, Derek, I'm the pastor here at Impact, and we are so glad that you're hanging out with us today. Can I get some comments, whether you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, wherever you're watching, and let me know if you can hear me or not? I guess if, uh, if I don't get any comments, then the answer to that is no. I'll give you guys just a second to... Type your name in the comments. Let me know where you're watching from. Are you at work? Are you at home today? What's going on? So glad to hang out with you guys. I'm excited, excited to be here, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a good time. Hey, Leanna, uh, glad you're here. She says I can hear you on Facebook. Perfect. Thank you for that. Um, hope you guys are having a great day. I'm excited about diving into God's word today. I do think that uh, God has something for us today. And so wherever you're watching. We're glad that you're here. Um, we we met last week, did this live stream, and uh, seed and soil is something that God has put on my heart for a long time. And so I'm excited about about doing this and having this time together and diving into God's Word. You have to give me a little bit of grace. So last week, you guys got to meet Austin, uh, our our intern that just started here at Impact, and he's he's been great. He is homesick, so let's drop a get better soon in the comments for Austin. Um, he's not the only one. Uh, Luke is also homesick. And so, I, you know, I don't know if I worked them too hard their first week as interns here at the church or what, but they're both homesick. Either sick of me or physically sick. I don't know. I guess we'll have to wait and find out. But yeah, so we're exci- I'm excited. Uh, we're excited. Our church leadership is excited to have, a, have an opportunity every week to get together. You can expect us to be here at 12 o'clock every week. And so, again, glad that you're here. Um, I want to pray for us really quick. And and again, maybe you're not watching this live. Maybe you're watching watching this later on. We're glad that you're here as well. Or maybe you're listening to this on our podcast. We do have, we are going to put this audio up on Spotify and Apple Music or whatever it is you get your podcast. If you search Seed and Soil, you will find us. And yeah, this is there too. So I want to pray really quick. And uh, we're going to dive into what I feel like the Lord wants us to talk about today. So if you got any prayer requests, of course, you can uh, you can definitely drop them in the comments. I'd love, again, if you're just now hopping on, I see a bunch of people hopping on. If you're just now hopping on, I'd love to hear where you're at, where you're watching from, and uh, how your day is going. So let me pray for us. Jesus, thank you so much for the chance to, to grow together, to use technology to do it. And we don't have to be in the same room um, to do that. And I'm thankful for that today. I'm thankful to have a church that we can do this in. Uh, and I'm excited about what you have for us today. Help us to grow and, and plan and, and, and more than anything, grow in our relationship with you. We love you in Jesus name. Amen. All right. So like I said earlier, interns are sick, so you're just stuck with me. So give me grace. If the camera messes up, that's hundred percent my fault. Um, and, uh, cause Luke is not here. So Miss Bruce says, hello, church family. We are glad that you are here. Miss Kimberly, uh, Glad you're here hanging out with us, Miss Kim. Um, excuse me. Uh, I, anytime you guys comment, I'd love to. See, I'd love to see it. I'll throw it up here on the screen. I do have something specific that I feel like the Lord wanted us to talk about today. Um, whether you're listening on the podcast or whether you're joining us live, um, if you have a Bible and you want to, you want to jump into jump into it with us. We're going to be uh, in the Gospel of Luke just for a second, and then we're just going to talk about some practical things today. You know, we. We're in a series here on Sundays at Impact called DNA. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about simplicity and that whole idea of it's so simple to follow Jesus. It's not easy, but it's simple. Um, it's something that is on my heart. And I, I really I love uh, coming up with ways to better spend time with God and how that can help us grow 
And so if you want to be a part of that journey with us, I, I'm, I'm excited to talk more about it. So that's what we're going to be diving into today. I'm excited about it. And, and if you have your Bibles, again, we're going to be um, in Luke uh, chapter. Let me see if I can pull up my screen here. I can't even see my own screen. It's so small. Sorry, this is my, again, Luke's not here. So y'all got to give me some, some, uh, some grace. Luke chapter five is <laughs> today's main passage. Uh, I just seen uh, one of my friends, uh, Brandon Bryant, just hopped on. I just seen, sometimes it shows me who's on. I don't know if you're still here. What up, B? What's happening? It's one of my really good friends. I'm glad you guys are hanging out with us today. Um, yeah, so let's let's dive into, into this together. Luke 5 talks about Jesus. Um, he had just healed a leopard. He had just did some ministry. And now we're starting to see this. Uh, this and all of a sudden, we get this, this hint of him spending time with God. And so you see this in Luke chapter 5, verses 15 and 16. It says, yeah, the news about him, about Jesus, spread all the more. He had just told someone, don't tell a whole bunch of people about this because it's hard to do ministry when there's crowds and crowds of people. So he says, don't tell anybody yet. And But news of him spread more and more so that the crowds of people came to him uh, to be healed of their sickness. But Jesus often, that's the word you need to underline, often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. We also see later in the Gospel of Luke in chapter 22, before Jesus goes to the Garden of Gethsemane, he says that he 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 withdrew as as was his custom or as he often did to this place to pray. Now he brought his disciples to this place, but apparently he went there as well a lot to pray. So the point reason I bring this up and what I want to talk about today is a real practical way to spending time with God. And and I know a lot of people when it comes to spending time to God, the church does this a lot. Uh, makes it very legalistic. You got to have a certain amount of time, read a certain amount, pray a certain amount. But the, I just believe that God just wants to spend time with His kids, just like I love spending time with my kids. I believe God loves spending time with His kids, and I think it's the most beneficial thing that you can do as it pertains to your relationship with God. In fact, I know that it is, and I know without it, uh, we will falter and we won't make it. So. Here's the thing with Jesus often withdrawing and spending time with prayer with God and, and what that looks like. Here's the deal. If if Jesus needed to spend time with the Father, we need to spend time with the Father. Um, it's just uh, it's not just for pastors. It's not just for ministers. It's not just for people that are going to teach the Bible and Sunday school teachers or whatever it is that you do if you're in ministry. It's not just for those who have been called to ministry. We all should have a consistent time. Um, with the Lord, just like we need to have consistent time with our kids, with our spouse, with our friends. We've got to have consistent time with the Lord. I will say that it is, I have seen and known pastors and have even in my, uh, my experience, I've had times where I don't spend time with God. And, and it's crazy because us as lead, church leaders, we're, we're called to kind of take care of this <laughs> orchard, if you will. Of, of fruit of, of 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 spiritual meals i guess you could say and yet we're starving and when that happens that's when you see some really really bad things happen for those that are in ministry i okay brandon bryant says my guy what's up dude i see you i'm so glad you're here isaac glad you're here too man um and uh and yeah and luke's also texting me on the side and says that uh that I've got a shadow on my face. This is what happens when you're not here, Luke. I don't know what to tell you, man. What's up, Isaac? I think you're going to like some of the things we're talking about today. So let's dive in. I don't know if me moving the mic just helped or not, but you know, you just let me know, Luke. Okay. So uh, 
I, I love this quote. I'm reading a book right now that, that Chad Posey gave me called, uh, if you don't know Chad Posey, you should, called Divine Mentor. And one of the things that it says in one of the chapters of this book that I just actually literally read a few days ago, says this, the health, and he was quoting something that he had read from a medical journal. It says this, the health of 21st century America will no longer be determined by what people get the doctors to do for them, but rather by what doctors can get people to do for themselves church i need you to hear me i really believe with everything in me i don't think we have a a, a church problem as far as sermons and, and material and resources there's so many things out there i think we, we have so much fish so to speak to give um there is a, a lack of a self-feeding program that that we all need to be able to sustain our spiritual lives and and just like uh, we see in this quote, as far as the medical field, you know, a doctor can tell you one thing, but uh, going home and then applying it and doing it for yourself is a whole nother thing, right? We, we experience this in our, in our physical health. And I just believe with everything in me, this is true for our uh, spiritual health as well. We've got to have a time that we spend time with the Lord. And here's the deal. Nobody's going to ever force you to do this when it comes to discipline and when it comes to habits. It's only you that can make this happen. And so um, I want to give you today enough guilt trip. And I'm, and I'm not trying to guilt trip. You know, my heart is for you to experience the, the depth and, and the love of God in a way that can only be experienced by seeking his face and by spending time with him. And I also want to say up front that I am not perfect at this. I struggle <laughs> all the time with being consistent in my time with God. But I do I do try to make it a priority. I, I tell people in our church as, as a senior pastor, my honestly like the expectations and you know as being a pastor a lot of people have expectations on you but the, the two things that i try to do more than anything else is be committed to spend time with the lord and committed to having people around me that that will hold me accountable and having those two things in place everything else falls into place i don't have to be a good pastor i don't have to be a good friend i don't have to be a good dad i'll naturally do those things if i'm spending time with the vine the one that can give me what i need to do that so let's talk really practical I want you to leave today, and I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comment. How do you spend time with God? When do you spend time with God? Is this something you struggle with to do consistently? Why is that? Please just drop the comments down below, and I'll, I'll share those, and, and we'll have that discussion. I want to give you some really practical ways, really practical things, though, on how to spend time with God. So let's work through this together. The first question is, when do you spend time with God? I want to give you kind of three things really quick that I think uh, when and where you should spend time with God. And you may say, well, this is making it too, you know, too legalistic or too religious or too whatever. And, and I understand where you're coming from. Trust me, my, my church background and my, me growing up in church, I struggle with the same thing, the same type of temptation of making it a to-do list, something I just check off. But I, I, here's what I know is that God doesn't need a plan, but I do. And if I don't make a plan, somebody else will make a plan for me. And, and you know, in the same way, I'm, I have a plan on when and where I'm going to take out my wife on a date. Have a place for a plan on when and where I'll spend time with my kids. So we should have a when and where for when we're spending time and when we're spend, spend, where we are spending time with, with God at. So the first question is when. When should we spend time with God? At 4.30 a.m. every morning. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No, that would be that would be terrible. Do we have any early birds? in the in the uh in the chat today that's what i'm looking for any uh any early birds anybody that's an early bird i am myself i i like waking up early and here's all i would say 
as it pertains to waking up and, and spending time with God and or when you should do that. Honest, I, I got this again from the book Divine Mentor, but the best time uh, for devotions are when you're at your best. The best time for you to spend time with God is when you're at your best. When is your brain clicking? When are you fully engaged? When do you feel like you are most alert? Whenever that is for you should be the time that you spend with God. That should be the time that you are you are most most aware of his presence or is going to be the time when you are most awake. Sorry, I'm having some some difficult. Okay, I think we're good. So, that's what I would recommend is is just whenever you're at your best. You know, for me that's mornings, that's whenever I'm able to wake up. Sometimes it's 5:30, sometimes it's 6. I have kids, so I have to wake up early, but if I want to get up before them and for me, um that's when I feel like I have the most pr- productivity. Like I I'm able to have the best ideas in the morning. Now, that doesn't mean you have to do it in the morning. Maybe for you, lunchtime is the best time for you to do that. Right now at 12 o'clock is maybe the time for you that you can get away from work and have time with the Lord. Maybe it's on your your way to work. Maybe it's in the car. That's more of a where, but maybe your win is on the way to work because you get your mind right before you go into the office. Or maybe for you, your, your time with the Lord is in the afternoons. Um, I know my wife is is much better at night than I am in in the afternoons. Um, whenever we go out, if you've ever hung out with us after eight o'clock, you would know this about me that after eight o'clock, I bec- I'm already never was. <laughs> I've never been accused of being fun, but after eight o'clock, I am no fun. Um, fun goes to sleep at eight o'clock for me, and I want to be asleep after eight o'clock. And so, uh, and so it's different for everybody. I think it doesn't have to be a particular time, but whenever you are at your best. That's when you should make that time with God. Now, here's the deal. Not just that. Uh, you need to ask this question and answer it, too, if you want to know when to spend time and where to spend time with God. When could you do it consistently? You know, maybe it's not the same every day, but for the most part, meeting with God every single day consistently, needs it, where, when and however you where you do that needs to be the same place every single day, the same time. What is the time of day that your kids go to sleep that maybe you can spend 15 minutes with the Lord and, and just undistracted time. Maybe there's a moment in the morning that you know every day, no matter what, nobody's awake in your house at that time. You can get away and be free. Or maybe you work every single day. Maybe your schedule changes. Is there any time that you're that you're able to say, this is the time that I can do it consistently? And the third thing I would say is, if you're answering on when and where should I spend time with the Lord, well, where are you least distracted? And that's different for everybody. Like for me, I, I can't, I can't focus while I'm driving and spend time with God. That just isn't, that's not a distraction place for me. I'm too, too many things going on. I can't, I can't do it now for some of you guys. I know that's when you spend time with God. And if you're able to do that, then perfect. That's, that's a great place for you to do that. For me, I I have to have, I can't be doing it while I'm driving. A distraction place for me is at home and it is, uh, on my dining room table and it's before my kids wake up that's the most distraction free time for me but again it doesn't have to be um exactly where i do it and it doesn't have to be uh, it's up to you where are you least distracted that's the key is there going to be things that are going to that are and there's always going to be something but are going to be are there going to be things that's going to distract you from the lord so that's when and where just to give you again some applications some things and if you wait till the end if you hang out with us all the way for the next maybe 20 minutes or so, I am going to give you some applications that you can go and download on your phone or tablet or computer or whatever that are super helpful. So stick around to the end and you'll get some things that you can put in place today um, that'll be super helpful. Uh, all I would say when it, when it comes to when and where, I guess to summarize, is just pick a place. 
pick a time, make an appointment, and meet with God there every day. Make that appointment. I have a seat. Um, there is a particular seat that I sit in. Um, it's nothing special about this seat. It's really not that comfortable, to be honest with you. Um, now, for me, I, I prefer to have something not as comfortable because I get up pretty early, and I would probably sleep. Uh, I would fall asleep in a comfy chair. Sometimes I mix it up, but for the most part, it's the same chair, the dining room table, the same place. My Our pets wake up with me, and they know to meet me there <laughs> in the mornings, and it's, it's something I try to make sure that I'm at. And, and the time does fluctuate, but for the most part, it's always the same. Um, try to make it a habit. What's up, Emily? I see that you just joined us. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Um, so that's we're talking about spending time with the Lord. If you just hopped on and uh, when and where, when are you at your best? Ask answer that question. That maybe give you a good place to to know where to where to spend time with God. Where could you do it consistent? When could you could do it consistently? When you're picking a time and where can you do it that you're least distracted? Those are the when and where. So moving on, not just the when and where, but the what and how. Right? Like what are you? Like you've got a time picked out. You got a place picked out. Now, what are you supposed to do? Like, am I supposed to open up the page? Like, if you've never read the Bible before, this is kind of overwhelming, right? Am I supposed to just open up my uh, Bible and read from page one and just try to read all the way through? Like, how am I supposed to do this? Well, this is something that I think could be very, very helpful because we have so many resources that God has provided um, us here on earth that we can use to dive into His Word. Now, I'm going to give you a couple a couple things. The first thing maybe you, you want to do is... You know, decide do you want this to be a physical, like physical Bible thing, a physical notebook, actual pen, or do you want to use technology? Obviously, there's pros and cons to both with the physical Bible, notebook, pen, whatever. You know, there's less distractions, right? It's more organic. Um, God is, you just have God's word, maybe your journal, maybe your planner, whatever, and you're just spending time focused on God. That's truly a pro. Um, the pro with technology is, and if you can figure out a way to do it where the the and, and you know smartphones and things have ways to cut off notifications and that kind of stuff. So if you can figure out a way to not let it be a distraction, there's tons of resources, and we're going to talk about some of them today. And I'm kind of a nerd, so you just have to let me humor you for a little bit. But there's tons of things with technology. The resource pool opens up when it comes to apps and plans and things that just make it so easy to spend time with God. And so we're going to talk about some of those. Um, when it comes to physical Bibles, I, I tend to, I, I have a readers, an e, a ESV is typically what I use. We're going to get some nitty gritty stuff right here. Um, but ESV is typically the um, version that I read. Now you can read any version. That's not the, you know, the only one you can read, but, uh, and sometimes I, I'll open up the, the NLT version, New Living Translation. There's tons of different ones and whatever you, you know, you are accustomed to, that's fine. Um, but I have one that doesn't have verse numbers. And you can buy these off Amazon or whatever. And this is just my particular favorite type of physical Bible. But sometimes I'll, I'll open it up and you talk about no distractions. I mean, there's literally just headings and words and you read it straight through as if it's a book. Um, I really love that. I would definitely check out Amazon and just put Reader's Bible. I think that's what it's called. Um, that's my particular favorite. I also enjoy reading physical books. And sometimes, oftentimes during my time with God, um, Whatever I'm doing for my devotion, I'll I'll spend an, I'll spend a little bit of time reading maybe a chapter or a little bit less than chapter of a book, and sometimes those are physical as well. But I really like using technology. Now, here's the deal: um, was it as it pertains to using something like a physical Bible, whatever, or you know, Bible plan on a phone? Here's the thing: when it comes to finding a place, and this is just my experience. This isn't like written in the law of how you spend time with the Lord. There's no such thing, but 
I believe with everything in me, you need a consistent time with God. You should you should spend time with the Lord every day, and it should be a consistent time, a consistent place that you meet with God. I think that is so healthy and so useful. As it pertains to how you do that, I think it changes due to seasons, and it changes sometimes day to day on what that actually looks like. So again, number two, you need to allow what or how you spend time with God to be flexible. You don't have to listen. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if anybody ever, any pastor has ever told you this, but you can spend time with God and you don't have to bring your Bible. Right. I mean, how dare he? But listen, here's the deal. Um, Sometimes if you know a lot about the Bible and you're very knowledgeable when it comes to scripture, that especially if you're in ministry, that alone can be a distraction. And, and listen, we don't worship the Bible. We worship Jesus who rose from the dead and who inspired the words of Scripture. And so I would recommend having your Bible, but even that can be something that could be it. So I, I know that sounds crazy, but in certain circumstances, sometimes God just wants us to sit and not read and not talk and just hang out with him. Other times you may have your book, your notebook, your journal, the Bible, your big old study Bible, your Greek coordinates, and you're just really getting into the and that's awesome too. Whatever it is in that season, the key I think is to not get caught up in one way of doing it. So that's what I would say for the on the allowing it to be flexible. Now the last thing that I want to point out is this um about resources. I talked about technology and how I'm kind of a nerd. Um and I want to give you some really things you can download like today. So if you're on your phone, you can, you know, maybe write these downs or write these downs, write these down or, or maybe write them down in your journal, whatever. But if you're on your phone, just pull over the side and download these apps. But I want to, I want you to try these apps. These are applications for smart devices, whether it be Android or iPhone or whatever, that are truly, truly helpful. I mean, I'm just going to give you kind of a, maybe we do another podcast that dives into the, the details of these, but these are things that I have used that I would highly, highly recommend. And there's so many more. In fact, as you see for number three, and this is kind of what I'm, what I mean by this, there are more resources available than we have excuses not to spend time with God. Say that again, because I believe with everything in me, we have way more resources than we have excuses. So for me, I'm just trying to find something that can help me spend time with God, anything like that. And again, it changes from time to time. And I go through these different apps all the time. So let me show you what they are really quick. Um, so this is the first one. Um, this is the version Bible app. Now, if you search Bible app on your phone or on your tablet or whatever, this is going to be the first thing that you find. They also have a website that's pretty great. The Bible app is kind of the first, uh, big app that came out. Uh, there's a church, Life Church, Craig Rochelle's church that developed this app. It's called the version, and it is awesome. Um, tons of things you can do on it. They have Bible plans. That's probably, obviously, you can read scripture from it. It will read it to you. There's Bible plans that are great that you can invite your friends to, and you actually, as you can see in this image, you actually have the ability to see who has read what after you read the 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 plan, uh, you can actually comment it, on it and everybody can see it. And it, there's tons and I mean, literally thousands upon thousands of plans that you can pick from to have everything to do from family to prayer to you name it. I mean, it it's all, all there. I would highly recommend. In fact, if you've never, 
um, spent time with God, this is a great place to start. And they just added on the home screen of the Bible app a daily kind of thing you can walk through that has a has a short video, has a prayer, to, a thing to pray. I mean, it just walks you through. Super, super useful. But I think my favorite thing about the Bible app is the the community aspect that it that is that it has. Uh, I've used this with students. I've done this with a bunch of other people. Um, it's really, really great. So you can share things through social media, through the Bible app. It's awesome. Um, the next thing I would recommend, and this is something that I just finished. I've mentioned this on Sunday, and I have our I have our interns doing this right now, but it's the one-minute pause app. And it is very simple, um, but it is something that really, I want to say, maybe, you know, I'm reminded of, of Jesus's call to, to fall back in love with your first love, right? Um, and and it really sparked that for me. It brought me back to the love that I have of spending time with God. And all it is, literally, the one-minute pause app, um, and it, it's based off a book by John Eldridge. But basically, it has a 30-day program that you that you start. And all these are free. But you start this 30-day program, and it's literally 10 minutes or so or less in the mornings and 10 minutes or less. Sometimes they're seven, eight minutes in the evening. And you just press play, throw your headphones in, and just sit. Now, I journal, too. That's something that I would highly recommend. So I kind of do dual. I have an iPad mini, and it is my favorite little device. I use it for everything. And in the morning, I use it as opposed to my phone because it's Wi-Fi. And so I can kind of use it even though i get the perks of technology without having to have the distractions of technology that's just what i use Um, but this app it has this you know calming music behind it and it walks you through different prayers and this 30-day challenge kind of builds on each other and it talks about union with god and it is just i highly highly recommend if you're looking for something to slow you down that you can throw headphones in um, i would highly recommend it now the pause app is best utilized in my, for my experience, in a quiet place. Um, you can do it on your way to work, but uh, or at your job. But it is best used when you know in the, in a quiet place when it's just you and the Lord and there's no distractions. One minute pause app is awesome. A third one I'm going to give you four. The third one I have not used a lot, but I have kind of messed around with and dabbled in, and it's the Bible Project app. Now you may recognize the Bible Project. They have a YouTube page that has tons of great resources. They actually have an app now. That I mean, it is it literally is classes that takes you through the history of Scripture. If you're looking for something that has a little bit more depth, you really want to dive in to the themes of Scripture, to some theological and doctrinal truths that are in Scripture. And you're, you're maybe you've been a Christian for a while, or maybe you're new and you're just like, I'm ready to start diving into some really meaty stuff. Well, this is the app for you. It takes you through diff- tons of different themes, um, and it has things for you to work through and think through and questions. It's a lot more in-depth than the other ones. Um, and, and I think, again, it's seasons, right? Maybe this is where you're at. Maybe this is what you need. Wherever you're at, pick something. But this is another great one. Maybe you download all four and you know alternate. That's what I do. The last one is what I am currently using. Um, our, a couple people on our staff just started using it too, and it is called Glorify. And Glorify is kind of everything in one. It's kind of, it's the Bible app and also the Pause app all in one. It has all those, pretty much all those features. Um, It gives you a, every day it gives you something to do and a way to interact with it. And you actually can have people do the devotions with you. And every day it gives you a brand new devotion to do. And kind of breaks it up into different parts. The first part is, is a scripture. So you get a scripture to read or to be read to you. 
you have a devotion that goes along with that scripture every single day. Then it gives you a time for prayer and it, it's kind of, it's a much shorter time. It's three or four minutes. Um, and once you get in it, guides you through a prayer that is associated with um, with the devotion and with the scripture. And then it ends when it gives you this extra thing you can do. And it, and it has this like tracker where you try to do as many days in a row as you can. And it gives you this real sad, if you're big on habit trackers, it's per, it's really a great one. It gives you a, a really <laughs> fun ding every time you do it um to and it, you know and I, again we're trying to build the habit right it's consistency is I, one of the things that I, god taught me a long time ago is that consistency is more important than intensity so uh, it's not about how much how long you can read in one sitting it's are you going to spend time with god a little bit every day that's much more beneficial it's like working out you know going and working out one day which obviously i know a lot about look at my physique um <laughs> but uh uh, you know, it's like going and working out for six hours one day would be great, but what's what much more beneficial is going and exercising for 15 to 20 minutes every day. And it's the same with the Lord. So this is just one thing that can help build consistency on top of the other things. I do think there's a paid version of this that you can read like that. They, that unlocks the audio. I think it's like six dollars a month, which is kind of expensive, but it does enable the uh, if you like it being read to you while you sip your coffee in the morning or while you drink your tea at night. However, you spend your time with the Lord, it, that, it, that is the only con, I guess, to it. But I love it, and it's what I'm currently using right now. But I may change tomorrow. I mean, it's it's kind of whatever I'm feeling for that day. So those are those are some plans. I think the the important thing is um, to, to pick whatever works for you. Um, I know that, again, some people um, really like um, – Pray for the Zion. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, John, thank you, Hotch. Um, Hotch mentions to pray for the desire to spend time with God. Absolutely. This is a, a huge thing. Maybe ask God um, to, to give you that desire to spend time with him and to want to be around him. Absolutely. And Cassie mentioned, sorry, I'm just now seeing y'all's comments. Um, the, she said the free will read it too. So, okay, the glorified version, the free version will read it as well. So, cool. Thank you guys for interacting. That's awesome. Um. So those are some, I, I, again, I'll, I'll just throw a couple other practical things out as far as um, spending time with God. You know, uh, you can, you don't have to have technology. Like I said earlier, you can have a, a physical Bible. And um, I know Cassie, who just commented, um, I think is going to, or just bought a new Bible so that she can have something different. It's like an NIV and message, like parallel version, I think is what you taught, showed me. So you could have something like that and then read a book. Um, one of the things that uh, I that I've been doing for a while now is I have these high school students that myself and Andrew, who is one of our leaders in our student ministry, um, we read a chapter of whatever book we're on. It's nothing, no particular order. Uh, a chapter of the, right now we're reading Psalms, so we'll read a chapter a day, and we send one verse from that chapter, um, and uh, one one verse from that chapter, whichever spoke to us the most, to the group text. And that helps each other know that we um, have read it for that day now. Um, and, you know, maybe <laughs> that may not work for you, but for us, it, it works. And we've been doing that for a long time. I do want to mention before I, before we end today, if, if reading through the Bible is something you want to do, I would also highly recommend that. I think that's something great to do. Here's the thing that's mind blowing. Um, 12 minutes a day, 12 to 15, but around 12 minutes a day, is all it takes to read through the Bible in one year. 12 minutes a day is all it takes to read through the New Testament and some in six months. So we have, here's the reality is that we have 
more resources than we have excuses. And the truth is we have more time than we have excuses. It's just a matter of us making it a priority and spending time with day after. Forget everything else I said today. I want you to remember this. The important thing that I, that I want to encourage you to do, whether you're new to faith or whether you're thinking about joint, spending time with Jesus and, and becoming a part of uh, you know, his family and, and following him, is make a plan. Make a plan today. Say, I am going to today and tomorrow and the next day for my, safe, for my own spiritual um, growth and for the sake of my family and my job and all the things I do. I need to make a plan to spend time with God. Because here's the deal. Um, again, if you don't make a plan, somebody will make a plan for you. And the Bible is very clear. John 15, we can do nothing apart from God. The illustration that Jesus uses is that he is the true vine and we are the branches. And just like if you cut off a branch from a tree, it's going to die. If you're not connected to the vine, to the root system, then you're going to struggle to survive. And I just think this is something we have to make a priority. I'm not saying you need to spend 45 minutes every day. Maybe you do. That's awesome if you can. But if anything else, spend a short amount of time. Here, here's a challenge. Make Spend five minutes for the next five days. With the Lord every morning or every night, whenever you're at your best, say, I'm carving out, Lord, I'm carving out five minutes. And if, if you're like, I don't think I have time and you own a smartphone, go look at your the time log. I can't remember what it's actually called. iPhones have it where you can look and see. Somebody in the comments remind me what it's called, um, where you can actually go look and see how much time you spend on certain apps. And it's really like, oh, man, I really have plenty of time to spend time with God. And so you start thinking through that, man, it's, we really have more time and more resources than we have excuses. And it's the best thing for us. It'll be such a delight. Every day is not easy. Every day is not a huge revelation. And God just showers down huge things we didn't know about his word. And sometimes we read our devotionals and read things. It's like, eh, that was all right. But it's planting seeds that you may need at some point to grow. And it's about consistency and spending time. And, and at the end of the day, we want to know Jesus more than anything else. That's what the Apostle Paul said. All, everything is garbage in, in, in comparing to the knowledge of knowing who Jesus is. And, and I think that Jesus made it a priority in his life. And Jesus was pretty awesome. In fact, he was perfect. So if Jesus needed it, I definitely, definitely need it because I am far from it. Um, so let's not starve. Let's grow together. I, I hope this was helpful today. I hope you guys um, got some resources. Um, I'm seeing all your comments and I've loved interacting with you. Thank you for joining us, whether you're watching this live or later. I'd love, I'll look back at these comments over the week. So if you're watching this later on, thank you for watching and comment below too. What, how, you know, what was most useful for you? And after you've tried out some of these apps, let us know how they worked and were they beneficial to you. And uh, I'd love to, uh, I'd love to see and hear how God is working and moving in your life. So I want to pray for us really quick. And I'm going to end today's uh, live stream. Is there anything? I'll give you guys just about 30 seconds. Is there anything to pray for? Anybody got any needs? I want to make sure that I give the opportunity to pray um, before I before I dip out of here. Um, anybody got anything going on? I know in our church body, our church family, we got some, some sickness. I'm going to pray for some of that um, really quick. Anybody? If not, that's fine. I'll keep it moving. just want to give you guys an opportunity to throw it out there. All right. Well, whether you're at work, maybe you're about to have to go back off your lunch break to work. I hope you have a great day. Uh, let me pray for you and uh, for all of us as we try to 
spend more time with the Lord. So Lord, thank you for today. Thank you for everything. Yeah. You're the God that provides all that we need. And I know what we need more than anything else is spending time with you. What we need more than anything is you. And you provide that if we just make time for you. So God, as, as Hotch mentioned in the comments today, give us a desire to want to spend time with you and to want to know you. We love you so much. And we know that you love us. We want to experience that love. Give us a desire and a reminder. Maybe we need reminders um, to spend time with you, to be disciplined, to make it a priority because it's the most important thing we could do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening wherever you're at. And uh, we're glad that you're here. I'm glad that you got to hang out with us today. I enjoyed it. Thanks for the comments. Uh, Isaac, hey, man. We'll download some of those apps. Do it, bro. Do it. They're, they're good. It's life-changing, man. It's crazy to see what happens after a few days of spending time with the Lord. So I would love to, again, hear how, how that affects your life so that we can grow and be encouraged together. If you don't have a church family, I want to invite you to Impact on Sundays at 11 o'clock. We would love to have you. Our church is here on Benson Street in Hartwell, Georgia. And uh, our website is impactheartwell.com. Find out all kind of information about us there. Obviously, you're on our social media, so you can watch stuff there as well if you're watching this video. But we're glad or listening on Spotify. So we're glad that you're here. Thank you for hanging out with us. And I hope you guys have a great day at work. Be blessed, and we will see you guys next time.